Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. You think you've been the victim of an energy scam? Please visit ComEd.com slash scammaler for more information. ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, hey, Eric, I was wondering if at the below the line 49, you could have a pinata shaped like a COVID-19 oh. so oh. people could take turns hitting it for all that it has taken away from us, you know, oh, such wow. as chips dip at a Mexico trip. Whack! Summer concerts. Whack! Just wondering if it'd be fun to hear people yell out, quarantine this. Whack! <laughs> yeah. Social distance that. Whack! Just wondering. Doug from Aurora. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's a really good idea. Like, people right. make desserts out of it doesn't really work the same way. Making a piñata where you can really beat it. Right. Right. And it's nice. in the shape of, you know, the uh, the COVID-19 the virus. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you can find a piñata like that, can you? We can make it. You can Uh-oh. make them. We can? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes, yes. I know how to make a pi- Well, my friend knows how to make a so piñata. you can yeah. make it. You're on the hook now. Oh, I know. Let's take the <laughs> we out of this. <laughs> no, we're going to do it together. No. You can paint it. I'll put it together, and you can come I, with your arts and crafts. Nope, I am not a we guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't I know yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Violetta, then you're in charge of the... COVID-19 pinata. Okay. See? Now you wish you had no, more. I, I can see yeah, her face exactly. like, oh. No, you no. learned yet? I yeah. want to do it, but, you know, I just want to make sure everybody's okay with it. Yet uh, another of the many ideas that are floating around for our Below the Line 49 party and all that it has to offer. Keep listening for more details on the mix. All right, the mix. 312-233-1019. Yeah, every time I turn on the TV, doesn't matter what I'm watching, doesn't matter what channel it's on. You know, it could be uh it could be the HGTV, and they could be doing a home makeover, and yeah. then there's some drug totally. commercial that comes on. I can't keep track of them all. Ozempic, it's on like 17 times a day. I still don't know what it does. <laughs> I know. Uh, top three drug commercials you see all the time. In at number three, Joe. Latuda. Latuda. Oh, what? Yeah, and what is? You don't know what that one is? Latuda. No, it's something with a, a sad mom chopping vegetables. Oh, yeah. yeah and the dog's oh. like, her depression. Mom oh. can't play today. Yeah, and she's got the, the sad oh. face and the happy face. She puts face. it in her purse, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think I know that one. She's chopping vegetables because she's yeah, sad to be yep. chopping vegetables. <laughs> that one with the ups and downs, maybe, like an Could elevator? Be. Okay. Could be. Teresa, number two, the drug commercial you always see. Mira Betrick. Mira Betrick, which sounds like somebody you went to high school with. No, I went with Mira Betrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah nice, nice girl. Yeah, I don't and know what that is either. Overactive bladder medication. It's a what? Overactive bladder. Overactive oh, bladder. Overactive bladder. <laughs> oh, right. You always have to look for the bathroom, and it's like, right. I'm not going. Somebody's always running around, running into, like, you <laughs> yeah. know, grocery store bathrooms, and then the Mira Betrick comes right. up. It yeah. always shows their backside, and they're, like, dry. <laughs> It shows no, it right. does. Yeah, the backside. <laughs> when they're walking and they're after drying they take their it. No, and they're not having any more problems because they're oh, taking it. <laughs> and they're calm and walking. And in at number one, <laughs> Gail, you always see it for. Well, I think it's called Prevlogen. Prevlogen. Memory enhancer, but I can't oh, remember if that's it, what it is. Prevagen. Prevagen, yes. It's always that old guy who says he teaches college classes and he can't remember anything, so he takes Prevagen and he remembers everything. Oh, Eric, you're watching a lot of TV. No, I see them all. <laughs> oh, my God. I see them all. What the heck? You yeah. absorb it, too. It makes Prevagen. you remember things? So that's what they claim. 
What? Yeah, yeah supposedly. Which, which maybe all of you should start taking. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I need that. Every time I see one of those commercials, I'm like, this is going to be a while, and I go away from the channel for a oh, long time. Stick it through. I know, I should. Guys are telling you about Stonewall Jackson. They're mowing lawns, <laughs> diving through hoops. You're like, this is the greatest drug ever. <laughs> a final resolution to a question that is haunting America right now. I'm this so is what happens. When you're in a pandemic and you're coming out of a lockdown and there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Arguments break out. Fist fights break out. Relationships break up. Mm-hmm. Families fall apart over the <laughs> littlest things like this. A new survey was released. When you go to the gym or you're just dressing casually mm-hmm. on your feet for a footwear choice... The question is to you, Crystal, is are those called tennis shoes or sneakers? They are called sneakers. Sneakers. And you call yourself a Chicagoan. Mm. <laughs> what? Sneakers? Really? That's what you call them? Yep. Uh-huh. All right, what do we have for Crystal? All right, well, you've got a $75 gift certificate to Harry Carey's Tavern Navy Pier. Harry Carey's Tavern Navy Pier is open and ready to welcome you back. What do you call them, Melissa? Tennis shoes or sneakers? I think I call them tennis shoes. Whip? You're not going to like my answer, but I've always said gym shoes, no matter which kind. I I expected that answer to come out at some point. Gym shoes. But if that option was not presented. If I had to choose between those two, I would go sneakers first. All right, so we have one tennis shoe, we have one sneaker. Violetta? Um, I say tennis shoes, and uh-huh. I was just at the store, and I'm like, oh, you know, do you have these tennis shoes in size six? And he's like, well, these are actually not for tennis. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, um, yeah, I know that. I'm not playing right. tennis in these. Right. So he's like, they're sneakers? Yeah. Sneakers are universal for everything. Tennis shoes are tennis only. I, I suppose. That's what he was trying to say. Weird. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, this is what it's come to. A national survey was conducted. And three-fourths of the nation, three-fourths of the nation call them tennis shoes. Yay! The only, but, 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 but. What? Uh, in the Northeast, if you live in Pennsylvania or anywhere up into New England, they're called sneakers. Really? The rest of the country calls them tennis shoes, with the exception of Cincinnati and <laughs> Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Who chose, are you ready for this whip? Gym shoes is the right answer. I I knew that had to be in there somewhere. Cincinnati and Chicago, both cities said, we choose to not answer either. Mm -mm. Yep. We're going gym shoes. Yep. Hey, if if you've lived here, you know that. Yeah. I just feel like in school, too, they're like, get your gym shoes ready. Gym shoes in Chicago and Cincinnati. The rest of the country, with the exception of Pennsylvania and New England, call them tennis shoes. Mm. In Pennsylvania and New England, they're sneakers. And the bottom line is, nobody gives a damn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fascinated for one. In our unscientific poll of 10 people who had no idea the question about to be asked them, we said, are they sneakers or tennis shoes? 70% 70% chose tennis shoes. Yeah, man. Uh, Melissa, why were the cops called on you? So I was in a deep sleep, and at night I run an air purifier for, like, a sound machine. 
Okay. Like double duty. And I could not hear. I did not know that my car alarm was going off. Well, you, when you sleep, you are out <laughs> cold. No Your kidding. mattress was on fire. You slept through uh, that. Yeah. You slept through a car alarm. Sometimes I do. It's either it's hit or work miss. Like you know? seven times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like either I Remember can't Remember that time sleep. we had to send, a, 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 have you woken up at work? Or I at know. Home, I mean, yeah, that's true. At like 7 30, yeah. pounding on your <laughs> door. Yeah, my phone uh, had completely died that time. But yeah, I had the police call because somebody thought there was like uh, a, a burglar by my house and it wasn't it was just it was just my car and you I couldn't it. hear Why it you <laughs> um I was at a party in Portage Indiana Portage yeah and cool. they were not very nice so, oh. Who's they? The people at the party? The, the police. Neighbors, the police? <laughs> yeah. Let's not say that about no, the no, fine kidding, police. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They were very nice. Very nice. Very nice. But um, no, well, we were loud. We were we were at the Indiana Dunes, and then we went to a hotel so, and had a party. So it was a noise complaint. Yeah, it was a noise complaint. I got you. Uh, Verton. Yes, sir. Cops were called on you. Why? My, my, we had a we had a party in the basement apartment because <laughs> my parents owned a two flat. My mom lives on the second floor. And we were having a party like 15 years ago, and she called the cops three times. <laughs> so your mom, time. who lives upstairs from you, called the cops on your party downstairs <laughs> yeah. three times. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't find out until years later that she was the one that called the cops. Really? Oh, she kept that one to herself. That's I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's something when your mom calls the cops on your party. <laughs> yeah, she's sick of it. <laughs> called the cops on you, Tracy. Yes, um, we got married in my backyard, and, you know, we did everything right. We went to the village and made sure, you know, did we need a permit because we'd have a DJ and uh-huh. the whole, you know, yeah. the whole thing. It's going to be thumping back there in the backyard, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And we had about 80 people there, um, and we even sent out little flyers. We put, you know, on the doors of all our neighbors down the block. You know, there's going to be lots of cars, and there's going to be music. Right. and everything. we're going to rip this somewhere. neighborhood up. <laughs> Absolutely. And even told people to come on by, have a drink. You know, we were fine, you know. Um, But at about 930 at night, somebody runs into the backyard and said, hey, the police are at your front door. Right. So my husband and I, we we went up and we said, hi, you know, what's the problem? And they're like, oh, wait, is this a wedding? And we said, yeah, you know, we're, we're, you know. It's not just any wedding. It's a kick-ass wedding. Yeah. It was a kick-ass wedding. And, um. So the police were like, wow, I can't believe that they called on this. It's only 930. And we took pictures with the police. And the next day, it was great. It's in our wedding album. And the next day, the police came by and they said, you know, we're really sorry to bother you, you know, the day after your wedding. But my boss wants to know if we could put the pictures you took on our website. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We forgot to bring you a gift. We all pitched in and got you a gift. That's awesome. (laughs) Cops were called on you. Why, Debbie? Oh, hi. hi. Um, my, my husband has a uh, plow on his pickup truck, and we live in a cul-de-sac. There's only eight houses, mm-hmm. and none of us really got along with the neighbor next door to me. So in the wintertime, he would plow everybody's driveway except the neighbor. <laughs> okay. so Very passive-aggressive. Yeah. Because we weren't plowing his driveway. So the neighbor called the cops because it was uh, his driveway, which was the only one not being plowed for free by your husband. Well, we more or less said that the other neighbors were paying us to do it, which uh, they yeah. were. Yeah. a white lie. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, be a nicer neighbor, you get your driveway plowed. <laughs> and finally, proving that everything comes full circle. Rob, cops were called why? 
How you doing, guys? Um, basically, we had the same instance as Cardi B. Our uh, two boys were having a birthday party, right. and uh, right. and then the uh, the cops came and showed up, and they were like, "You guys are just hitting a pinata. There's only 20 people here." <laughs> the worst part is, the worst part is, uh-huh. I've got I got my neighbors out of a ticket because I'm also a cop. Like the two cops weeks prior were called to on the cop having what? a kid's birthday party. That is crazy. Yes. What the ironic? <laughs> you know, tell yeah, them to chill out. Wow. Uh, and uh, how? What birthday party was it? How old were the kids? Seven five. Uh, needless <laughs> to say, that was the last ticket I let them get out of. That's right. I bet. I bet. The music is thumping. The pinata is swinging. Melissa was once told uh, back in 1997. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. <laughs> it's funnier though. I know. Right. I know. I know. It just it just doesn't. Feel I don't like know why that. it has to be accurate. Uh, <laughs> that her butt was too big and it stayed with her. Look at this. Wow, this is hardcore, Sarah. It stayed with you. Yes. In eighth grade, we were talking about eye colors, and somebody goes to me, and I just have brown eyes. Uh, someone goes to me, your eyes are the color of diarrhea, and it's oh. stuck with me ever since. <laughs> oh. oh, my wow. gosh. Yep. Remember your eye color from this point forward, Sarah. Your <laughs> diarrhea eye color. That is bizarre. That That's is a weird hardcore. way to describe it. That is hardcore. You have the eye color of diarrhea. <laughs> Hi, Gail. Hi, how are you? Uh, it stayed with you. It sure did. I was in line at Portillo's a few years ago in the drive-through line, and uh, the cars were alternating to get into one line, and the car next to me accused me of cutting in front of it. Oh. And we were, she was screaming at me, exchanging words and calling me not-so-nice names. Uh-huh. And her last comment was, well, I guess that's why you drive a Honda and I drive a Mercedes. <laughs> and it stays with you. Oh, burn. It what? stays with you to this Ouch. day. Wow. Yeah, okay, that was mean. Oh, man, oh, man. Years later, you recall that moment like it was yesterday. Cher, <laughs> it stayed with you. Okay, so a friend of mine came up to me and said, Wow, I really love your hair. That messy look. And I'm like, ah, ah. Yeah. Little <laughs> subtle jab, little backhand subtle jab that stays with you. Let's go back to being a young kid. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you? Stayed with you. Stayed with me. I was in fourth grade, and my best friend, Holly, well, I thought she was my best friend. Oh, yeah. she, she said, you can't be the lead in the play, because when you smile, your nostrils get too big. Oh, oh my God. That to me, too. <laughs> All you've done ever since then <laughs> is smile and look in the mirror and wonder about your nostrils. Like you will think All about time. that every right. time you smile. Right. Oh, plus, totally. Plus, your eyes look uh, like diarrhea. Oh, oh my God. Your nostrils are too big and your eyes are like <laughs> diarrhea. Have a great day. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Stayed with you, Annette. Hello. Hi. Uh, so, uh, many years ago, mm-hmm. my neighbor told me, or her brother, actually, that it was easy to tell my twin sister and I apart because she was the pretty one. Oh, oh my God. No. How can the twin sister be prettier? Good question. I don't know how that works. Wow. Yeah, not at all. Your twin sister is prettier, and her nostrils are a lot smaller than yours. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) Makes morning mind better. Three things about uh, relationships that experts know about love that you don't. They know these things. They went to college. (laughs) 
<laughs> the number one thing being the most successful marriages start at this age. And it might not be what you think. Like, what do you think it is, Violetta? Um, 30. What do you think it is, Melissa? Because you said we're going to be surprised, I'm going to say 41. Uh, what do you think, Whip? 36. Uh, what do you think, uh, Natalie? 26. 26. A little too young. A little too young. No, the most successful marriages start at what age, Donna? 32. Exactly oh, right. Oh, nice. That's what relationship experts say, which right. is about what I would have thought. Okay. Really? Yeah, I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. It just seems like so many people are getting married younger. Yeah, they really are. Really? That seemed to be the case. Donna, are you married? I am. Uh, what age did you get married? I was 29, but 20. he was 32. 29. Oh, there you go. You saw that? Maybe this is why it says this, Melissa. The most successful marriages start at this age, and it's not what you think. The older you are when you tie the knot, the more solid the marriage will be, right? Not exactly true. See, that's really? what they're probably trying to say. Okay. Yeah, the sweet spot for starting a lasting union is 32, according to relationship experts who know about love and you don't. And it rises by about 5% per year. Oh. How often you have sex may matter more than you've been told. (laughs) Item number two of the three things. Ask a couple's therapist how often you and your partner should be doing it, and they'll likely tell you as often as makes you happy. Uh Uh, We don't disagree, but in the spirit of interesting scientific findings, here's this. The more frequently that uh, partners did do it, the more positive their implicit or gut-level feelings about the relationship were. Okay. So basically they're saying there really isn't a number, just do it a lot. Wow, okay. As much as you can. That's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. don't put a specific number on it. Just do it until you're exhausted and dehydrated. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now that was weird. Yeah. And then Very. finally, on the three things relationship experts know about love that you don't, this is confusing to me. Oh. Not all support is beneficial. You know how they say support one another? Yeah. Relationship experts are like, no, no, really, kind of don't do that. Really? I like that. When your significant other is stressed but hasn't asked for help, helping in an obvious way is like asking someone if they want a cup of coffee because they look tired. Which is an insult. So right. What, okay. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm Can guilty you read that, of that to you again? Yeah, well, I think I got it, but go ahead. When your significant other is stressed but hasn't asked for help, they're basically saying don't offer it. Okay. So you see your significant other stress, your natural inclination be like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And that's not necessarily a good move. You should just let them be stressed until they seek out your help. Well, yeah, they're not asking. They're just, they need to deal with it themselves sometimes. Suddenly your partner thinks, I must be struggling so badly that you had to do something. And really, isn't that awesome? Wow, that is really a, I don't know what that is, a glass half empty way to look at the offer. Isn't that awesome? You walk in, you see your significant other all stressed out and you offer to help and it makes it worse and they become mad at you. Right. It's like, leave me alone. I'm stressed. That's so weird. (laughs) That can make them feel like they're failing, and that can affect how happy you both are in the relationship. Just practice what the authors of the study call invisible support whip, which I, I, in my interpretation, (laughs) means leave. (laughs) Is that what it means? Make yourself invisible. (laughs) I can see you are stressed. I'm here to support you by leaving to go play golf. Okay, you're so crazy. That makes everybody happy. That's what the relationship experts say I should do. That is probably the most honest thing you've ever said. If there's anything that I can hope for, it's you're stressed every day this week. Right. Oh, my God. Figure it out yourself. There you go. Ah, relationships. <laughs> so simple to understand. Johnny Depp falls asleep covered in ice cream. Aww. Some might say he passed out oh my covered in ice cream. Picture shown in court. 
You once fell asleep while doing what? Ah, this would happen to me, I think. Carolyn, you fell asleep while? <laughs> Grading papers. Grading papers. Oh, my God. Oh, I could see that. That would put me out. Oh, I yeah. fall asleep watching you grade papers. Yeah. Carly, you once fell asleep while? Hi, Carly. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Sorry. It broke up. I was in the middle of a yoga class. And I oh, yeah. During, right. during child pose. I, uh, I, I bet that happens quite a bit. Yeah, plus they give you massages. Mm-hmm. They massage you? Yeah. In yoga Sometimes so they'll nice. massage your back or your what? shoulders. What? I need to start going to yoga. Yeah. No. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you fell asleep while what, Shane? I fell asleep while working under my Jeep. <laughs> it's all dark and oh, quiet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Very relaxing and soothing. <laughs> yeah. The smell of motor oil. <laughs> it's terrific. Chris, you fell asleep while... I fell asleep while uh, snow plowing a shopping center parking lot and oh. drove completely out of the parking lot into the grass median what? and got the truck stuck in a snowbank. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's not good. Yeah. That's oh a my. lot of long hours plowing. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, I don't know how this is possible, but Brian, you fell asleep while? I might have been in a similar state of mind as Johnny Depp. I fell asleep kayaking in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> you were kayaking. Oh. <laughs> Sounds a little more dangerous. Oh right gosh. in the middle of kayaking, you fell asleep. I woke up and saw my buddy fetching a paddle, and I thought, who dropped their paddle? Oh, wait, that's mine. Uh-huh. The sun, the waves. This uh, vacation is way <laughs> too relaxing. Right. Ah. Tidbit Tuesday. Right here on the mix, stories uh, that we'd like to share with you en masse. Bunch of tidbits, bunch of stories. Uh, whip a little responsibility, a little job for you here. Oh, good. Uh, we were trying to determine, uh, is it Tegan or Tagan? Yeah. We're also trying to determine, is it Kygo or Kigo? Oh, yeah. I think this was a confusing one. Either one, Kygo or Kigo, is teaming up with Tina Turner for what? a remix of What's Love Got to Do With oh, It? Oh, my God. It's that's. Long past so, time for that. So I'd like you to okay. try, try to pull that, and maybe we'll play that in just a few minutes. Yes. Really? At least a little bit of it. I, I'd be interested to hear what that sounds like. That's a classic. Yeah, I don't, okay. Kygo slash Kigo teaming up with Tina Turner for a remix of What's Love Got to Do With It. Also, uh, other updates with celebrities. Elon Musk mm-hmm. is now the seventh richest person in the world. Nice. Does Elon that, is on a roll. Does his like wealth keep going up and down or something you know like most well yeah all of them do yeah i like don't know jeff bezos I thought his was and, like more dramatic in some way or i'd read i don't know jeff bezos like, will go up and down like well <laughs> you know 20 billion in a day right. so that seems pretty dramatic to me but uh it says here right now that he is a number seven musk who also uh, runs spacex in addition to tesla and a bunch of other things is now worth 70 billion dollars Still pretty far behind the number one on the list, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, who's $189 billion. Whoa, it's so cool. Ahead of Musk on the list, in order from number two down, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Bernard Arnault, Bernard Arnault Steve Ballmer, and Larry Page. All big, rich dudes. Wait, who's that Bernard guy again? We don't need to get into all this. Oh, okay. Story. I don't know. Remember when Elon Musk was going to build a super uh, sonic thing under, like, a tunnel from downtown to O'Hare? Yeah, the I, express train. Remember right. that thing? I think yes. that's just not even ever going to happen and people forgot, but... On a completely less heady note, uh, Alice Cooper is getting his own chocolate milk. There we go. Oh, awesome. <laughs> now something to wrap our arms around. Okay. Hmm. Alice Cooper getting Fine. his own chocolate milk. It's all for a good cause. Proceeds from the sale of Alice's chocolate milk will benefit the Rockers' nonprofit Solid Rock. Oh, okay. All right. 
couple of uh, animal stories to share with you on Tidbit Tuesday. Nice. Florida man quarantined alone with 200 parrots. Oh, gross. That is really gross. He operates a bird sanctuary near Tampa, Florida. Uh, due to a property dispute with his neighbor, it's a technically illegal for him to leave the bird sanctuary during all that's going on, so he's been quarantined with his 200 parents. You, you think they're all talking to each other? God, I hope so. <laughs> Driver fights off deadly snake with knife and seatbelt while speeding on the highway in Queensland, Australia. Oh, it was in the car? 27-year-old man identified only as Jimmy. Ah, oh, good old hmm. Jimmy. Why would they only identify him as Jimmy? Yeah, like, what's, okay, uh, I don't know. big deal. Uh, told officers uh, what had happened after they spotted his pickup truck, spe- pickup truck speeding on the highway. Jimmy told police the angry eastern brown snake, one of the world's <laughs> deadliest, what? slithered out from near the gear stick while he was driving just north and started to wrap itself around his leg. Mm. He said as he tried to break, the snake started striking the seat between his legs and he had to fight it off with his work knife and a seat belt. That Unbelievable. Crazy. All right, so we got parrots, we got deadly snakes, we got seagulls. Man under the influence bites seagull after it tries to steal his McDonald's meal. What? Yep. Didn't, didn't a rocker do that on stage? Uh, that Ozzie. would be Ozzy Osbourne who bit the yep. head off a bat, something completely different. Oh. Yeah. Officers from a local unit in England were on patrol when they witnessed the incident in the city of Plymouth. The man reportedly claimed that the bird was trying to steal his McDonald's and he'd had enough of it, so he grabbed it and bit it. Oh, my God. That's so gross. Let's go to rats now from Seagulls yeah, to rats. better. <laughs> New York City customers, restaurant customers, are being bothered by rats while dining outside. Oh. You know, there's so many of them. Everything's been closed. They're yeah. starving. Now the restaurants are open, but it's outdoor dining. The sure. rats are like, all right, we're not even scared of you anymore. We're right. starving. We're coming up and getting some no, of this. That's it. Hitting. How gross is and that? And you know huh? they're probably giant rats, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Just skinny giant ones. Yeah, big as golden retrievers. Uh, perms for boys are cool now. Really? Yeah. So if you're getting ready to go back to school, maybe, maybe not. Oh, wow. A brand new perm could be in your future, guys. Did you guys ever have a perm? Never had one. Whip. No, but I had some friends in high school who actually, like, got the perms. It was crazy. Did it look natural? No. (laughs) It was weird even then, but it wasn't, like, out of style weird. It was just like, wow, you look weird. (laughs) (laughs) What would it take, Whip? What would it take? Oh, come on. Uh, we'll, we'll, We'll talk I mean, sir, what would it take? Since you asked, I'm going to go with uh, some amount of money, a couple thousand maybe. That's it? Don't have that. We're going to have to continue. I was going to say, how about a couple hundred? What about a gift card to Chick-fil-A? We're starting to get a couple. No, no, we have those coming out of our ears. How great would it be if our party with our below-the-line 49, our feature performance, was you getting a perm? Yes! (laughs) Party City wig department, here I come. That would be great. Boy perms are pretty much what they sound like. Allure Magazine reports a bunch of young men with straight hair are booking appointments for perms and bringing viewers along for the ride. It's the new trend, Whip. You've always been on the lead, leading edge of trends. Oh, always the leading edge. That's right. I would think that you would be all over this. Yeah. Yeah, something early, something to be on top of it. Uh, Melissa, here's one for you. Okay. Uh, now you can know what space smells like, kind of. I know you love space stuff. I do. Developed by NASA, there okay. is a new Ode to Space. <laughs> Developed by Steve Purse in 2008 when his company was contracted by NASA to create the smell of space. It took four years to develop the fragrance, and it's now being released through Kickstarter to help promote STEM learning in K-12 students. Astronauts describe the smell of space Mm -hmm. as a mix of gunpowder, seared steak, raspberries, and rum. By CK. What? 
Yes. Oh my god, that's so that interesting. Is, what a weird combination. Yeah. The smell of space is a mix of gunpowder, seared steak, raspberries, and rum. Mm, that doesn't sound so bad. Also sounds like a Portugal the Man song. <laughs> and finally, since we're talking about the smell of things, a politician in Brazil sniffing a pair of women's underpants during an <gasps> online council meeting. Oh, no, man, what a stop it, He was caught. He yep. was caught. Yeah, he was. In the oh video, God. politicians can be dis- uh, seen discussing various issues when council member <laughs> Detino Doacielo, a social Christian party me- uh, member, pulls out a pair of small red women's underpants. Oh, my God. He studies the underpants in depth oh before God. lifting them up to his oh. nose to take a sniff. Eric in the Morning Podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. You think you've been the victim of an energy scam? Please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert for more information. ComEd Powering Lives.